This is Frank Bell. This is a recording of a presentation I gave to my love on our super duper summer extravaganza about Hacker Public Radio. With my usual flair for preparation, I made some notes incorporating some of the input that I received on the HPR mailing list, printed out the notes, and left them on my printer. Accordingly, I had to wing it. I left out some of the things I wanted to be sure I said but I hope you all find it interesting. Any mistakes are mine alone. This is not intended to be authoritative. It's just Hacker Public Radio from my perspective as a listener and sometime contributor. One mistake I know I made was I attributed Pokey's podcast about the care and feeding of campfires to a hookah. I apologize to Pokey and if necessary I will happily apologize to a hookah and with that said here it is I am an avid listener to podcast is that waveform look good well I can I can level and compress them out I started some years ago I've I got a little cheap mp3 player and started, I started, I think the first one I subscribed to regularly was the one by this fellow, Todd Cochran, which is called Geek News Central. Twice a week, almost every week, for 870-some shows, he does an hour to an hour and 15-minute wrap-up of tech news. Uh, he's a genuinely nice guy fun to listen to. You get the feeling he's someone you'd like to meet in person. And that led me to look for more podcasts. I eventually stumbled on one called The Bad Apples, which was done by a fellow named Klaatu. Sometimes he's not Klaatu, depending on whether or not Klaatu has already been taken in that particular forum, who had grown up an Apple user and had discovered Linux. Hence the name of his podcast, Bad Apples. It is now renamed to the GNU World Order. GNU World Order. The website is gnuworldorder.info. And from a mention in one of his podcasts of Hacker Public Radio, I discovered HPR and started listening. Because Klaatu, who I had learned, pretty much knew what he was doing, had recommended it. And I have reached the point now that I'm actually contributing. Hacker Public Radio is a community podcasting site. Anyone can contribute. They make it as easy as it could possibly be if you want to do a podcast. The only criterion is that the subject you choose must be one that's of interest to hackers. 
and they define the term hacker very broadly. Recently, one of the senior members of HPR, a fellow who calls himself Ahuka, uh, I believe it was, did one on how to build and maintain a campfire. Of course, one reason he did it is because it's summertime, there's kind of a drought of shows, so he was trying to fill a gap, but it was a fascinating uh, listen, especially if in your time you've ever been camping. My wife, my ex-wife had a Girl Scout troop, so I used to go camping with them, and listening to him brought back lots of memories because I became the default campfire person when I was there. Could you go to contributors, please, on the menu bar? Contrib uh, host. Host. There. Click on that. Scroll down till you get to Frank Bell. I've done several myself over the past two years. It took me a while to work up to it. Click on the host ID. A very popular topic for the first podcast is how did I get involved in Linux? Because most of these folks are open source folks. Uh, the one subject I have not heard on an HPR podcast is anything to do with Windows. How to use Windows, how to install Windows, you don't get that. I've done them on WordPress. I did a four-part series on setting up and using WordPress. Two parts on Enlightenment. Uh, if you caught my presentation on Enlightenment, too, that, that presentation I did here on the Enlightenment desktop came from pre preparation for that podcast. Now, Hacker Public Radio has a long history. Anybody remember 2600? There was a fellow who called himself Stank Dog, and his cohorts were called the Digital, Digital Doghouse, and they were involved in 2600 back in the 90s. And that eventually led to a podcast called Twatech, Today with a Techie. And Twatech started about 1999 or 2000. And there was another sister. The Twatech website you can still find is linked in the Hacker Public to About page. And there was another digital site that has disappeared. I could not find them on the net. But they merged forces about eight or nine years ago and became Hacker Public Radio. It's very much a community-oriented site. There is an admin mailing list that anyone can join. There is a regular user mailing list, HPR. I think it's HPR at HackerPublicRadio.org. All this is on the website that anyone can join. Sometimes they're, they're like the twug mailing list. They may be quiet for a couple of weeks, and then something comes up, and they're really, really busy for about three days. Recently, the the rules for posting shows and what sequence they should be posted changed, 
and there was two weeks of very intense discussion before a consensus was reached. Right now they're on a first-come, first-served basis. Everyone seemed to agree that that was fairer than trying to have, okay, if you're new, you get bumped in right in place, and, and if you haven't done one longer than anybody else, then you get second priority, and then so, and it got really complicated and hard to manage. About the time I first started listening to Hacker Public Radio, it had fallen on to lean times. Maybe Sometimes there were only three shows a week. The goal is five. Along came a fellow named Ken Fallon, an Irishman who lives in Belgium, and put a tremendous amount of effort into bringing it to life again. He came up with some strategies to fill empty slots by getting permission to syndicate other podcasts. So, when it's like, if any of you have ever listened to the Sunday morning, morning Linux review, SMLR, the first time I heard of them was when Ken posted one of their podcasts as the syndicated show. And as of the end of last year, we were healthy enough with enough submissions. And I say we because I feel like I'm a part of it even though I've only done seven or eight podcasts over about two years, that we stopped syndicating shows. Though we kind of reserve the right to do that if we get desperate again. BinRev, yeah, Binary Revolution, that's the one I couldn't uh, start, could not uh, remember the name of. Thanks, Mark. Hmm? So it's also on the HPR About page. Many of the people who submit these use Audacity, the open source recording and editing program, but you don't have to. Uh, I know that a lot of times you'll hear interviews that are done at various Linux fests and conventions, and they are commonly recorded on somebody's telephone or MP3 player and then submitted. Some submissions are heavily edited. Some, like the second one I did, are too heavily edited as people get their feet wet on how to do a little editing. Some aren't edited at all. They're just posted up there. The shows are not moderated. The site runs on the goodwill of the people who make submissions. There's even a telephone number that you can call from the United States or from Great Britain and press the right key and you can record directly to the HPR voicemail and the HPR admins will add the intro, add the outro, and post it for you. Generally, uh, and even though the, the preference right now is that you submit in FLAC format because it is lossless, and Ken's written some scripts that take the FLAC and convert it to AUG, MP3, and Speaks, SPX, the Speaks uh, codec is an 8-bit codec specifically designed to be lightweight for use with the spoken word. You sure wouldn't want to hear music on it, but for someone with the spoken word 
who's downloading to a digital device and worrying about uh, data caps and things like that, it can be very useful. Sometimes when people want to do interviews over a great distance, they'll use Mumble. There's a podcast called, it used to be called Linux Basics. It's kind of in hiatus. The fellow who started it has gone on to do other podcasting things. Recently purchased a podcast network called uh, Podnuts because the guy who founded it got tired of dealing with it. And the Linux Basics Mumble server makes their server available to HPR users. You can connect up there and then record the conversation over Mumble and have it all in one space. I really enjoy listening to the podcast. There are very few Hacker Public Radio podcasts that I do not listen to. The ones generally I don't get all the way through are something like Matt might do. If he did a podcast on coding, I'm not a coder. And when you start getting into talking about how you write this and how you write that in this language versus the other language, I just sort of, okay, yeah, I know that's important, but nobody can know everything, and that's one of those things I just don't know, and I can't follow the conversation. The variety is wonderful. I mentioned one on campfires. I've listened to podcasts on how to do, how to stream your radio station over the internet and what open source software is available for that. And, and one of them in particular, the guy actually set up his radio software the way radio stations are set up. They automatically came in every 15 minutes and played the theme song. You don't think there are engineers there at those radio stations anymore, do you? No, it's a box. Some of them don't even have people. You may remember several years ago there was a disaster in some town in the Dakotas and the police chief tried to call the local radio station to get the word out and there was nobody there. It was being run off a server in Chicago. <laughs> Not even a phone, not even the phone call didn't even get forwarded anywhere. And when Mark, I, I, I picked this topic when Mark was saying, please help, we need a presentation. And I just finished recording a podcast, said, okay, maybe I'll talk about HPR. And he said, go for it, I'm desperate. So I put a message out on the HPR mailing list and said, you all have anything I should mention? Somebody suggested do an Audacity demo. And the consensus response was no. That's a whole nother topic. If you want, oh, by the way, if you want to learn how to record with Audacity, go to YouTube, type in Audacity. There are dozens of tutorials, some of them very good. Many of them, not so much. Yeah, many of them smell like sturgeons, old dead sturgeons. <laughs> That's one I haven't heard. 
when Mark, I did an interview, some of you may recall, we tried to get you to listen to it with Mark, and we did what's called a double ender. We sat opposite each other at the table. Each one of us recorded our own end of the conversation. Then I edited them together. That's where I ended up going out and getting this microphone because this is directional and the one I had wasn't. And you'd be surprised at all the ambient noise there is in Mark's backyard that we didn't even notice when we were sitting there, but boy, the microphone picked it up. I, you, you got audacity open or just looking at a picture? Okay, well, yeah, that's, that's how you learn. HPR is very much community oriented and the shows I can tell you are not filtered. They do go on iTunes and they are tagged by default as explicit. Even though they usually aren't, the idea is better safe than sorry. Especially, especially with those prudes that run Apple. And there's ample guidance on the website. The shows are all released under the Creative Commons license. Share and share alike. You can look that up. There's a link here if you want to read it. But what I want to do is get down to this part. There's the telephone number if you want to call in. There's a fellow from Kansas City, a hardware hacker, who calls himself Mr. Gadgets. And his first shows were all telephoned in. How he could be on the telephone, on his commute, and be as coherent and consistent as he was with minimal ums, ahs, and buts, screeches, crashes of uh, twisting steel, and other stuff that I'd expect on the highway. Extremely well-organized. I could not extemp a talk the way he could. Uh, any of you hardware hackers here, look for Mr. Gadgets. You might enjoy listening to some of his shows. You can search the, as you saw when I asked Mark to click on host, all the contributors are listed. You can click on the contributor's numerical ID and see their list of shows. So if you want to, you hardware hackers, you want to see what Mr. Gadgets is podcast about, that's how you would get there. I'll show you in a second. Then there's instructions on how to record with your portable media. It's not detailed instructions, but enough to get you going. How to use Audacity and some criterion about so, and as you read the page in detail, you know, once you record, once it's recorded, what do you do with it? You send an email to admin at hackerpublicradio.org, say, I've got a show I want to contribute. What's the password for the FTP site? And Ken sends you this password, which is about, because we had some security problems, the password is now about this long and stretches down the hall. I think it was 32 bits when I piped it and put it in KeyPass X. Most of the, the podcaster invariably in English, podcasters from all, of, all over the world. Uh, if any of you have noticed my truck, you might have seen the HPR sticker I've got on the rear window. Somehow I avoided IRC. I'm not an IRC person, so I don't have... You know, a cute name like Code Cruncher or Stank Dog or something like that. Uh, 
But these are just some of the various people. Yeah, you'll find some Slackware users there. Some of these guys are pretty hardcore. So I've got really two goals to hopefully get some of you interested in maybe listening to HPR and listening to a few podcasts. And if any of you have some knowledge or information you want to share, maybe even make a podcast, We contributors are welcome. Nobody ever gets criticized for a poor audio quality or anything like that. You know, it's an open door. And it's one of the nicest communities I've found on the Internet. You know, one really does feel like a member of the community, even when somebody... And Peter64 lives in Australia, as you can see, and works on a golf course. To listen... I actually listen on an iRiver E150 MP3 player, which I I didn't realize it, but they're considered high-end. They support AUG as well as all the other more common ones. And I do that because of battery life. If I listen to a podcast on my telephone, it sucks the life out of my phone. And the MP3 player, it's about the thickness of four credit cards and about the size of a credit card goes right in my pocket and the battery is good for 12 to 14 hours. Plus being specifically designed, plus if my phone rings, it I, I doesn't override my podcast. Sometimes it's inconvenient if the phone rings because I have to take the thing out and hit the pause button. But I'd much rather do that than listen to it on the phone. If I'm listening to one on the computer, I pretty much reached the point that I use VLC as my default choice for a media player because if it doesn't play on VLC, it's not going to play on Linux. Any other questions? Uh, anybody ready to take a nap? <laughs> I don't do Apple. <laughs> You're letting the community know that if you do iPhone, iJunk, you can use get VLC again. Okay, I've shot my bolt then. If you want to email me, you can email me at frank at pineviewfarm.net. Pineviewfarm is all one word. No spaces, no punctuation. And my website is www.pineviewfarm.net. Thank you very much. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, Today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.